We did it. Casein. It took us. <laughs> it did take us a good solid oops. Like 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Well, we did bullshit yeah. about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to Talk Comics to me. I am Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather. We don't have like a super heavy week, but we did also read a lot of comics we don't have on us and or comics from that are coming out in the future. Yes, yeah, so we can give you some some words about it. <clears throat> God, my throat is doing that thing again. I know. Well, and you're also sick. Yeah. So, you know, bear with us today. Yes, we're, we're babies. <laughs> we'll do it, though. Okay. That's why we're here. So you, you go first. I'm going to go first? Yeah. Okay. You talk about Bellette. So I have, uh, this is issue number five, Age of Conan, Bellette. This is the very last issue for this tiny little series. Um, I, I have said this every time I talk about this book, but I love it. Um, this last issue is, it obviously ties up her story, how she becomes <clears throat> this incredible pirate queen. Um, <laughs> she looks great doing it too, by the way. Um, but in the last issue, she was cursed by, God, I can never remember this guy's name. She was cursed by one of her foes and the curse takes place kind of inside of herself. So she has to battle her own demons um, it's supposed to kill her, but of course she doesn't die. And then afterwards, she knows what she needs to do to become this fucking queen. And it's pretty much kill, kill the guy that tried to curse her. So it's it's awesome. You get Seems to see legit. her. Yeah, I know it's it's super cool. You get to see her fight. You get to see her kill, and then you get to see her man her motherfucking ship. It's pretty tight. So sick, yeah. So it's five issues. This is the bullet part. The next one is Valeria. I think this is also going to be five issues. I can't remember. It was either three or five. It was something weird. But, <laughs> yeah, um, there's a, a few more Age of Conan side story tie-in things that are going to be coming out. So check them out. <laughs> Sorry. I'm I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have... Mark Wade's History of the Marvel Universe. This was most excellent. Uh, one of my favorite things out this week, actually. It is really bright. The art is really fucking great. And the kind of idea is that Galactus is telling Reed Richards all about the universe, the history of all of the Marvel Universe. So it just kind of starts out at the beginning with Galactus's birth and kind of shows you all of the little pieces of the Marvel Universe, like all of the big bads and like what would be considered, I guess, gods, and then kind of goes into all of the beings that were birthed from the universe, uh, like the Phoenix Force, the Celestials, uh, they go to the Watchers, things like that, and then it just kind of goes on from there. It brings in aspects of Jason Aaron's Avengers... Avenger line, Avengers line, so with good. the very uh, origin, like the original Avengers. So that was really cool. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I, I love, I love history, and I fucking love comic books. So mix them all together, and you just get something I would love to make out with. Um, plus the annotations, which yes, you okay. would love to read <laughs> yeah. gently afterwards. Yes, I am going to read the annotations. Uh, so. That's the one thing about this is if you're reading it and you're like, oh, I want I want and need 
to know where all of this comes from, don't worry. Once you get to the end, or you could just flip to the end, I should have thought about that. There's annotations of where things came from within the story and what they're talking about. So that's uh, that's really, really cool. And the <laughs> it's just, it's really in-depth and really, it's really quick paced at the same time as just being really informative about the information it's giving you. But like I said, total, I'm a total nerd for that. If you have not learned by now, then... <laughs> You've obviously not been watching or listening to us talk. Ultimate nerd. <laughs> Ultimate nerd. So, yeah, um, I highly suggest grabbing it. It's only going to be five issues, I believe. Mm-hmm. So not a huge commitment. Get a quick, like, overview of things you might not have known about. And, and just dip the tongue in and then yeah, leave. Like, yeah. You don't need to stay around. Yeah. You, okay. you don't need to stay around if you don't want to. True. Okay. Just like my dad. <laughs> Your stepdad. <laughs> okay, so now... I'm just going to pop on over to that mall. <laughs> let's not bring up childhood trauma while we're trying to talk about comics today. And let's not laugh about it either. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's funny. It's fine. It's just the way you told the story. The story itself isn't funny. It's the way you told. The one part is funny. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Next. Next, we're going to be talking about <laughs> Invisible Kingdom. This was the last issue of the story arc. What was that one called again? The story arc? The Path We Walk or something like that? I know it says at the end. Walking, Walking the, the path. path. Okay. You're close. Yeah, the Path We Walk just sounded kind of, you know, biblical. So, like the footprints that we were talking about <laughs> yeah. the other day. <laughs> okay. So, this wraps up... Uh, the story of the two main characters kind of fight against the corporation, the corporation, yeah, government, I guess, and getting away and kind of where that leads them. Especially after, you know, releasing the vital information that they were trying to decide whether or not they needed or wanted to give. Um, yeah, it's just how they're going to deal with the aftermath of not only the battle, but just kind of ruining their own lives. Yeah, and it, it they kind of ruin their lives for nothing, because everybody's just like, well, duh. Yeah. We know this. No one, they, no one cares as much as they thought they were going to, because it is a big deal. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's interesting how we all kind of know these things are corrupt, so once these things come out, I suppose the general public is kind of jaded to it while other people suffer the consequences of finding out this information and bringing it to light. So I feel like that sounded sounded intelligent. No, it did. <laughs> it really did. I didn't know what to say for a minute because you just surpassed. Usually we're around, you're about here, I'm about here, we're close to the same level and you just get shot out of the sky. But uh, so if that kind of stuff interests you, that's that should totally be up your alley, especially if you're into space shit, crazy art. Yeah, Christian Ward is so good. So yeah, highly highly up there. Uh, I believe the first trade comes out in October. Mm. It said in the back. Yeah. Yes, October. Two zero one nine. And that's when the sixth sixth issue comes out as well. So you know, check it out. Okay. I've been listening to a lot of Beastie Boys lately, so that 
to check it out song immediately started playing Going. in my head. Yeah. Okay, so I have um, Archie. So, so it's technically Archie. The title says Archie and Sabrina. Uh, this is Archie issue number 706. This is Archie and Sabrina issue 205. <laughs> There's numbers and words all over this cover. So this is... Um, there's obviously a five-part series within the Archie series about Archie and Sabrina, like, being a couple. Uh, this issue goes into, like, how they met and how they decided to start boinking. <laughs> you know, that's the one thing about Archie is I never get any concrete answers. Are they fucking? I don't feel like they have any genitalia. That makes sense. That I'm just going to go with that. Let me show you this art. Um, normally the, and I can't tell if it just looks like this because it's like a flashback. I guess that might make sense. I don't know. This, the art in this one just looks really weird to me. It's like the same artist. It's the same colors and everything, but the, the Archie just looks weird. It's mostly just Archie. I'm not into it. Archie does look weird in general though. I know. And look at them on the cover. He's got my nose. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Okay, so a little story about Archie. The only reason I started reading this, um, I feel so weird. So, but I feel like I need to explain because it's one of those things I jumped into like issue 700 and it's like, why are you reading this all of a sudden? Archie looks like my video game boyfriend. So I had to read. I feel like you could have just not done that. I needed to explain it because it's been bothering me because I just came to this conclusion that that was the only reason I started reading it. Anyway, Archie and Sabrina, um, it's literally just an Archie story. I mean, there's nothing really, like, different about it. It's just, like, kids in high school dealing with their high school issues. You know, (laughs) which girl am I going to try to kiss today? That's rough. Yeah. But I do, like... Archie and Sabrina together, I think she's way cooler than he is, so it's interesting that she's given him a chance. <laughs> Good. I'm solid. Sorry. I really do like Archie, though. No, no. <laughs> like, I'm, the story, yeah. yeah. I just like to talk shit because he's so fucking dumb. <laughs> and I told myself I was going to watch my mouth this time, like, not not curse as much, and I'm trying not to. I, I'm I'm probably the bad influence it here. Just, it just happens. Well, when we just start talking, like yeah, it just yeah. starts coming out. I get it, dude. So, okay, I am talking about Guardians of the Galaxy next. This is issue number seven and starts a new story arc. And this kind of goes into uh, it's told from somebody's point of view within the crew, and you're not sure who until the very end. But. Uh, Essentially, they think the Church of Universal Truth has come back, and they're trying to find Peter's dad after he gets caught by them, and it's just real bad. Is Donnie still doing that? Yep. Okay. Yep. And the whole time in this Guardians of the Galaxy run, you haven't seen Groot, you don't know what's going on with him, what's what's happening, where where he's been, and in this issue, the very end, you kind of get at least a glimpse of Groot and what's, what's going on with him, possibly. 
But they're asking him for help to save everybody. Oh, that's not Groot. I was like, what the fuck? Not fu-? Groot, Rocket. My bad. Oh, okay. My bad. That makes I made sense. a really big mistake there. Rocket. Okay. Rocket has been missing this whole entire run, and that's who they are asking for help. My God, I'm an idiot sometimes. I do that stuff all the time, remember? <laughs> I called Nightcrawler Beast. This happens. We make mistakes with characters that are hanging out together. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. I suppose if you like Guardians of the Galaxy, it would be worth a read. I really like the intriguing like mystery of it, of what's going to happen, and... I don't know. Nothing seems good. It just seems like they got out of a bad thing and jumped right into another really bad thing. Maybe even worse thing. Yeah. So so it's weird. Um, And then I have Martian Manhunter. This is issue number seven of 12 issues. So a little over halfway there. This is talking about... This goes over... like. John trying to find the Martian that is causing all of the murders in this town. And him and his partner have teamed up. She finally kind of trusts him, and yeah, that, that's about all I can say about it. Cause it's, pre- it's pretty deep in, and there's just a lot of shit happening. You can't really give away too much. No, and like I said, there's just so much going on. It's kind of... It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot... Especially with him juggling uh, his different lives. So, now we have technically House of X, but we don't have it. Yes, neither of us picked up a physical copy, so imagine us holding, are you the house and I'm the X? Or, yes, I'm the house. We House of X. Yeah, um, See, yeah, I guess. Some, uh, the article that I this was reading. This is how we're going to do it. <laughs> house of House of X. Uh, <laughs> we, I was reading an article and they referred, they just spelled that H-O-X and in my head I said Hox and then couldn't figure out what it was. That's what I did with Pox just oh, recently. My God. So, Stupid. <laughs> yeah. So House of X is the, a, a new reboot of the X-Men. Again. Again. The only difference between this one and, like, the ones in the past is Jonathan Hickman is writing it. Yes. Um, Jonathan Hickman is writing it. Yes. Did I say was? No, you said is. Is. Okay. He is. He's writing it. It's his story now. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a lot going on in that first issue. If you pick it up, just be prepared for a lot. Uh, It kind of just goes over where the mutants are now and what's going on they have kind of built their own community Uh, they speak their own language um, which is Krakoan yeah yeah. I'm I'm guessing I haven't heard it said out loud yeah Um, yeah they the the mutants all have their own language which is like embedded in their brains whenever they go or when they first get to their Sanctuary, I guess. Yeah. Krakoa. Krakoa? Yes. That's what we're going to say. Krakoa. So it's all just about how they're kind of looking to become a sovereign sovereign nation and kind of separate themselves from the humans and just not have to deal with them. And as always, you know, humans are scared. Yeah, they don't want to believe that the mutants aren't going to try to hurt them. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, if, you know, you like Jonathan Hickman, you like X-Men, I would say 
it's definitely worth a read. It's interesting for sure. Oh yeah, it's uh, it was very good. It again, but again, it is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot for a first issue, which I guess makes sense because there's a lot that needs to be covered considering how many X Men series are like involved yeah. in this one. And you pretty much get a <clears throat> bunch of X Men. You get like all all of the X Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and since Uncanny did end, was it last week? Yes. Um, it pretty much takes everyone from that you see in like the last issue and they're in house of X. So I would assume he just like, they all get grabbed and then just go to Krakoa straight from uncanny. Yeah. So I will, I will state that I think Charles Xavier is fairly unnerving in, in, in this book. It makes me uncomfortable to see him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like every time he's like, looks or like, like that weird ass smile on his face. It's, it's gross. Yeah, it's very, it's disturbing. <laughs> the, the nicest way to say it. Uh, so, yes, grab grab that book. I will talk. Oh, oh shit. I'm sorry. I was going to say there's, um, there's going to be only six issues of House of X, and then is it next week, Powers of X? You have to read them together, apparently, to get the whole story. Each one's going to be six issues. That's it. I just wanted and, to. And there is a nifty little, like, guide in the back of House if you need to know yes so sorry <laughs> no i'm sorry i interrupted you i just felt like we needed to, to oh yeah that makes sense that, yeah. yeah uh this is the weatherman the story's just really interesting they have landed on earth to try to find nathan's original identity consciousness whatever it is and that was stolen that was well he Uploaded Upload his own. Okay. He pretty much destroyed himself to upload this Nathan character person. That's right. Okay. So that he wouldn't get caught because he destroyed the earth. I remember you now saying that. Okay. And so they're looking for a very particular person to help them find all of this stuff. And you find out there's just what the terrible disease on earth is and why no one can leave or really come down to earth. And it's... It's... Well, Creepy and gross. Let me just say that. It's not not cool. So that was really interesting, and essentially the humans are trying to find a way off of the Earth and trying to find kind of a cure for that, that virus that he caused. So it's a, it's a really interesting read. I like it. The art is really great. The colors are awesome. There's a lot of action. There's always just, like, something going on. Is it the same... Story from the first yeah, volume, I guess. It's the same vo- story from the first volume. It's just, I don't know. It's don't, weird that they would call it volume two. I, yeah, I don't understand the choice in that necessarily. Like, I, I really think they could have just continued issue, like, numbering it six and seven. But right. maybe, I don't know. They Because it ended with, like, it continued right off. Yeah. I get See, it. See, that's weird. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> These are all choices they made on their own. Yeah, whatever. They do what they do. So, Little Bird? Yes. Uh, this technically came out last week, um, but we were shorted? Shorted. We were shorted, so Champ and I just got this. Uh, this is the last issue from this beautiful series. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I was pretty bummed out. I honestly, reading it last week, it's a little... Not unclear in my mind, but I still... 
there's so much going on in it, that mm-hmm. last issue, especially just a lot of like <sighs> heaviness isn't the right word, but it also is. It's um it kind of gave me that same feeling when I watched uh Return of the King for the very first time, like that that big battle. That's like this. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Um But yeah, it's it's the final battle between good and evil well, yeah. pretty much. It's Sorry, I got kind of emotional when I was reading it earlier just like one particular scene. Um as always the narration is I personally think what makes this book so yeah. so good. I don't disagree with that. Um but the the narration is done by Little Bird, so as all this is happening, she's telling the story again. Um but it's I don't know, it's how it's so poetic and it's just it's yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's and it's very like humble in the way it goes about it at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's just not in your face about about itself. It's Y'all just need to get this book. Yeah. Um, And I I just, I don't know. I really like Little Bird because, I don't know, throughout the entire series, she does have this goal, but she's very unsure of herself and how she is the one who's supposed to accomplish it. Because so many, she runs into so many different, like, dead ends and deaths that it's hard to keep going. But... I don't even want to give it away. Just just read it. It's only five issues. Um, yeah. And for how much is going on, they're pretty quick reads, especially when you start, like, getting into it. It's so good, though. It's so good. It's very brilliantly done in the art and colors and just its grittiness to the story because this world is not bright and colorful by any means, and it just kind of brings that... Like, there's drab areas and there's colorful areas, and kind of the colorful areas are the more important areas, and the drab areas are more the, I guess, evil, bad areas. So, yeah. You like life, death, intertwines. It's kind of the story for you. life cycles. It's, yeah. It's really, really well done. I'm very glad that we picked it up. Yeah, same, same. So, I yeah, always recommend it to people. Oh, yeah, no, I, every time somebody's like, what's the best series you're reading right now? And it's like, it takes me forever, but yeah, Little Bird is, Little Bird is easily the best comic I've read this year. Oh, yeah. And then there's more to come, too, within, I don't know what, if it's the same universe or different, but, so keep your eye out for that as well. Keep it out. Get it up. So next we have Jane Foster Valkyrie. Valkyrie. This is the beginning of a new series by my man, Jason Aaron. Um, this. Well, and Allie Wing. I know. I just got really excited about Jason Aaron <laughs> because I forgot that he had a part in this. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Jane Foster being Valkyrie after the events of War of the Realms. She's basically trying to protect the Earth, and since it's, you know, the aftermath of a war, people are stealing things and being assholes, and that's kind of where this starts, is somebody steals Brunhilde's? Yeah, Brunhilde's. Sword, and 
Some crazy shit happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, a lot happens in this first issue. Um, but I think it, it's a real good setup for just her as Valkyrie. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm um, excited. Yeah, it's I, I, I think it's going to be really cool. Uh, I just love Jane Foster. I think Dr. Jane Foster is an incredible character. Um, very excited to see her in the new movie, you know? I just... I love her so much, and I feel so happy that she's finally getting all of the attention that she deserves. <laughs> good. It's good. So, yeah, if, you know, you like cool, badass lady characters who can, you know, go to Valhalla and talk to dead people. Look, Jane Foster is not just Valkyrie. She was also Thor. She was also Allmother. She's a fucking doctor. She's beat cancer. She took on Malekith. Just read this, and I have a, you'll have a great time, and I'll have a great time for you <laughs> because Jane Foster is incredible. Her as Valkyrie is incredible. I'm sorry. I get really emotional about Jane Foster. It's all good. All right. <laughs> we got Middle West... And this is issue nine. Yes, issue nine. And uh, why did I just forget his name? Abel. A- Abel. I literally did do two just now. That was pretty. God. Uh, Abel is looking for the answers to how to fix himself or at least make himself better. He's got the, what is it called? Heart. Heart, Heart of, of a Storm. storm. Um, so, yeah, he's traveling to find someone who will be able to fix him. He runs into a group. What are they called? He runs into a, a group of nomads? Yeah. Would you say? Well, I mean, I suppose they're not nomads because all their, their home's up in like that tree area. Yeah. They're kind of just like the last of their kind from this, the plains, I feel like I remember them saying. Yeah. Some sort of plains war. Um, and they, they know what his mark is and they kind of know what, how, not how he can fix it, but where he can go to fix it. So they send him on a quest, uh, Noak, the Noaks from the Great Plains War. Yes. Um, so yeah, they send him on this mission to go find someone to help his heart of a storm. It- Right? Yeah, heart of a storm. Storm. I don't know why that doesn't sound right to me. It's the phrasing, I think, is a yeah. little wonky. But it's really interesting because you're kind of getting this look at Abel and where the beginnings of maybe all of this came from. And it's interesting because he kind of has to separate himself from his fox friend, which is weirdly stressful. Yeah, that's. I really like that about, that, about this issue in, in particular, um, just the fact that they were like, you know, he can take you to a certain point, but when it comes to what needs to be done, you need to do it on your own. I thought that was very interesting yeah. and very real. Definitely. Just didn't want it. Didn't want it. I know. I don't want it. <laughs> his fox friend has been there the entire time. Apparently his fox um, plane tiller. Or is that what she refers to Abel as? Abel as, yeah. Okay. Um, the fox is apparently someone... Oh my gosh, no! That's the name. Of that's the, the name of the thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, the uh, to face no. Yeah. Okay. So the fox apparently is supposed to know all this stuff already, but I think because he's been around like humans for so long, um, he kind of forgot his own path and 
his history and stuff like that. So the fact that he's with Abel and he's not able, <laughs> not available to help him the way that he's technically supposed to, it's kind of frustrating. Yeah. That's, uh, I yeah. suppose, yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was a, a very interesting thing, too, is the fact that, like, he, they've been together, they're friends, they've been traveling, mm-hmm. and there's a reason for it, but neither of them know why why or, yeah. like, how. I thought that was really cool. It's again, really- the story is just incredible. The art is so good. Yeah. And it's, once again, you know, you're in for a treat, but also a little bit of a heavy treat, so don't think you're it's just going to be everything's happy-go-lucky, because it's really not... <laughs> It's a lot to take in. And, you know, just like the struggle of life. It's too real. (laughs) You going to talk about that, boy? Um, I actually haven't read it yet. Um, So this is the last issue of the series Night Moves. Um, It's just about a private investigator dealing with the occult and murders and stuff in Las Vegas. And he's working with a cop to try to solve them or figure it out. Uh, When he's telling the story, it's 25 years in the future. He, as an old man, is telling this story to a young boy in his neighborhood. Okay. Uh, it's it's interesting, and I, I really enjoy, like, the darkness of it. I just haven't had a chance to read this issue because there's a lot of words, uh, and there's always just a lot of things going on. Yeah. And I just didn't... I feel like with the cult, you're going to get that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a very, very interesting series. I think I'm glad it's only five issues, though. If they were to try to stretch that out, I just don't know how they would. Uh, I'd never read anything by this guy before. Uh, VJ and Justin Boyd. No. Yeah, I have never heard of them. I really enjoyed this story, though, so I'm, I might see if they have done anything else. Uh, I also forgot I read Batman Curse of the White Knight. That's right. <laughs> we messed up the title three yeah. times earlier. Yeah. Uh, so I also, a book I don't have currently, uh, Batman Curse of the White Knight, it is a continuation of the Batman White Knight series, which I don't, you don't necessarily have to read it, but it sets up where this is at and where the Joker is and how kind of Gotham is changed since White Knight. So, but kind of starts out with starting in the 1800s at um, Arkham Asylum, which is a castle at that time. And this character, Laffy, is killed by Wayne. And then it kind of goes into the Joker breaking out of his cell and... Going, going to where this well used to once be, and I don't know. It, it's it was an interesting first issue. It, I I can't a hundred percent say I'm behind it right now, but that might just be because there is a very like the few panels where Batman's cape was slaying very strangely, and I kind of hated it, <laughs> which is like a very strange critique, but it was very off-putting and I, I just didn't like it. There's one scene where I, I, I he was like standing with his hands on his hips and his like chest really puffed out but like you could tell his leg was also just like bent on something and he was just like standing there like looking off and I was like is that, that you can't have a conversation with somebody like that and like nobody's gonna be like 
you're not going to be standing on the other side of the room and I'm not going to be standing with my leg up on a chair just like side fucking view of me talking to you. That's stupid. The city. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, I mean, it is a very weird critique or complaint, but I have also had those kind before. Like, there was a, an issue of fucking Titans where Beast Boy... Like, I tried reenacting this because I was like, there's no way that that's comfortable. He was walking, and his legs were, like, spread, but, like, his butt was out, and he was turned like this, like, talking, and I was like, there's no way that that's a normal pose. And, oh, God. And I was very upset about it for days. I, I, like, kept going back to this issue going, what the fuck is... Why? Yeah, I mean... I will continue to read the series. I, I would like to see where it goes because, yes, that is just the tiniest little thing that does not matter whatsoever within the, the realm of the story, which is, you know, interesting in a way. Maybe it'll just keep being brought up. Like, maybe that's just how he stands. <laughs> Batman, why are you so. standing like that? What are you talking about? Does it look weird? <laughs> Do I look fat? Uh, and then a couple other books Heather and I don't currently have on yeah. us that we do want to just briefly mention, but it's just because we got preview copies to read. Well, files. Yeah. Um, so they won't be out until next month? Yep. Next month. Or August, if you will, because that's it's a month away. But June, July, August. Yeah. Yeah. So August. Jason. Few, 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 few months or a few weeks away. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is uh, Once and Future. Yep. Uh, it's by Kieran Gillen. Art is by Dan Mora. Dan I Mora. Uh, and and he did the uh, art in the first arc of the Buffy book. Book the book the book. Yes, which um, was pretty. Yeah, no, it looks really cool. Um, and Kieran Gillen, I don't, I don't feel like he can do anything. Yeah, no, I've never read anything bad by him. Yeah, I, I can also say that I feel the same way. So the kind of idea is that. Uh, this middle-aged young man, his grandmother breaks out of her nursing home, and you find out she used to fight vampires. Yeah, like monsters, it seems like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she has like a whole stash of fucking weapons in the woods. She is so cool. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun ride. Basically, her and her grandson. Something was missing, that's why. Yeah, yeah, something went missing, and so she needs to help protect the earth, the peoples, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, I think it's just going to be her and her very confused grandson. Very nervous grandson, yeah. too. Like, I think that's what's going to be the most fun, is he is very a very real nervous person, and that I can relate to. If I was in that kind of situation, I would have had those same reactions. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's probably a lot to take in once you're, you're at at it mm-hmm. but yeah no I I highly suggest looking for that next month it's it's an ongoing right yeah it's I believe supposed, so. yeah, it's supposed to be ongoing um, I, I don't think you'll have a bad time no not it at just, all it's gonna be a great time then the other book uh, we <laughs> got to read was White Trees by Chip Bazarski it's a it's a trifecta of good shit yeah so, written by Chip, art by Chris Anka, colors are by Matt yes. Wilson? Yes. I believe so. 
You might have to Google that. I will Google that. I'm pretty sure that's who it was because I remember it was three like big names and that's why I just said trifecta because <laughs> I, it's so good guys. It's so good. Yeah. I, I knew I was going to like it, but I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. Yeah. It was so, so beautiful. Yes. Matt Wilson. Okay. Yeah. It sucks. There's only going to be two issues. I don't, I'm not down with that. However, the story itself is super cool. It's just about three dads. Three dads who fought in a war, you know, however long ago, their children go missing. Um, kidnapped, right? Get kidnapped. Kidnapped. By the other side of yes. the war. Which they are no longer a part of. They're, they're done. So they have to fucking take up their weapons again to go save their kids. Yeah, it's it's really it's more than that though. <laughs> it is it is a lot more than that. It's really pretty. It's really well written. Uh, there's a lot of queerness involved. There is sex involved. So please be aware if you aren't into sex. It's very naughty. It's very naughty. So um, you can't read this one at work or on the bus. <laughs> that's but funny because we did. Yeah, we did read it at work. Well, I actually read mine at home. I started I, I started it at work, but again, like I had mentioned, it just wasn't loading and I was getting pissed. Yeah, so it's something definitely, I think comes out August 18th or something like that. Uh, so I would definitely, definitely keep your eye out. If you're from Omaha, we will def- definitely have copies at Legend. Tons many, of them. Many, many copies. And we implore you to pick it up. Like we said, uh, 80 pages all together with the two Two books, three ninety nine each, I believe, three or four ninety nine, but I'm ninety percent sure it is three ninety nine, and that's not bad for an eighty page story. No, it's it's fantasy, it's drama, it's humor, it's queer, it's dirty. Chef's kiss, but yes, <laughs> al dente. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. No, and one to not not miss at all. Especially with the fucking Chip, Chris, yeah. and Matt. It's, no, it's 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 it was just guaranteed to be good. Yeah. But I just reading saw... reading it just made me so excited, and I gotta wait so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that is the bad thing with reading the the preview is like we read the, you know number one and then. We still have to wait for number one to come out, and then there's also number two. So, so you read number one with later with us, and we can all just talk about how great it is. We're gonna have a read along. <laughs> We're gonna do a live stream of us reading this comic. <laughs> I get to play the lion, and I'll be the mean boy. Well, not even the mean boy. He's just—he's just good. He's just good. He's, he's just sad, quiet, and sad. He's my favorite. I always forget his name though. Kylos. Kiros? Yeah, something something to this effect. Cry. So, something fantasy, which Kratos. Mean, which means I'm gonna call him something else. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> K. <laughs> there it is. We got it. Um, but yeah, it's um It's good. So good. And we recommend it two times. Two times. To everyone. I and then I'll quickly just talk about <laughs> this this book, November, which is uh, also out in I think two months. So this in is, November, right? <laughs> yes, it is actually is out. Is it? Okay. It is actually out November 6th. I was like, November is like four months away. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Well, in my head, <laughs> two months made sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we just looked at the previews, which is more months out than 
my brain can help. Mm-hmm. But, so, this just kind of follows the... It's going to be three separate little tiny graphic novels, and it follows the lives of three women as they intersect in a dark criminal underground, um, as violence and terror... As fire and violence tear through the city over a course of a single day and night, they find that their lives are bound together by one man who seems to be the cause of it all. Oh, so Game of Thrones. <laughs> this is Game of Thrones... In November. In November, <laughs> as told by Matt Fraction in a gritty crime drama way. I'm into it. Sold. So. No, not quite. <laughs> they just named it November because that's when they're releasing it. It's like, we couldn't think of anything else. Let's not come up with a name. Tell me when you want me to put this out. Yeah, just tell me when I need to put this out. That's all I need. So, volume one is called The Girl on the Roof. I got to just, I just read uh, the beginning. I'll probably finish it this week. But it looks like it's going to be really fun. Not fun, but just, like, interesting and in-depth. I love, I love really mysterious type things. So, I think it should probably hit, hit my bones. (laughs) Sorry, I'm playing with my chin. It feels real small today. (laughs) But that, that concludes... Another this, this Wednesday. Yes. Um, we will have more to talk about next week just because we were shorted some books this week, so we won't be able to get to them until later. Um, otherwise, that's it. Thanks. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening to us. And remember to pick up White Trees in August. Yes. Uh, put it on your list now. So it is only two issues, so if you happen to not like it, big loss for you. And also, it's only two issues, so no big deal. Yeah. All right, we love you. Bye. Bye.